Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Give honor to God and all the saints. Thanking God for bringing us through another weekend. Thanking God for bringing us through another week. Thanking God for the week we have coming before us. God, we give you honor. We give you praise. We exalt you. We magnify your name. We thank you, God, for you being God. We thank you, God, for destroying every plot of the devil. We thank you, God, for the spirit of, of, of perseverance and stamina that we can continue to be onward Christian soldiers marching on and on. God, we praise you. We exalt you. We thank you for every rescue you brought us through. God, we thank you that you're going to destroy the eugenics program. We decree and declare that eugenics shall be destroyed. It will be destroyed. God, we just ask you to give us the longevity and the perseverance to stand strong until you, until you, Heavenly Father, uh, decide to destroy, use the people, until the people decide to let you use them to destroy this program. While this program is here, we bind it, we rebuke it, and we tell we 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 call every demon spirit to be summoned back to the pit of hell away from God's people. We decree and declare that we're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. A righteous lifestyle will keep us under the wings of the Most High God. That every demon behind this program will be will be made to bow down and apologize to the Most High God for everything they have done to destroy humanity. God, we ask you to bless our elders, our seniors, Heavenly Father, our vulnerable populations, our babies, our children. Heavenly Father, we ask you for a spirit of coverage against eugenics. God, we ask you for an anti-eugenics movement, Heavenly Father, an anti-eugenics movement to stop the use of, of uh, induced sickness and illness, Heavenly Father, uh, for a false phenomenon of elite people to be sitting there acting like they're better than somebody by killing people. We bind and rebuke that spirit of assassinating people through eugenics by making them ill. We bind and rebuke every attempt they've used, the hospitals, they've used medical personnel. We bind it, we rebuke it, we call exposure to it. Heavenly Father, we ask you that good doctors, good nurses be put on the front line. Give them the stamina they need, Heavenly Father, to expose these demons. We decree and declare these demons shall come down. We decree and declare the hospitals are for God's people when it's necessary, that every demon plotting and planning to use the hospital as a ritual site for Satanists, we bind you, we rebuke you, we call exposure to it. And we ask you, God, for divine intervention to break up that plan. We bind and rebuke induced hospitalizations. We bind and rebuke rituals in hospitals. We bind and rebuke electromagnetic torturing. We bind and rebuke every plot and plan of the Satan, of the Satanists. Every plot and plan we decree and declare shall be sent back to the sender 
to the pit of hell, triple fold in the name of Jesus. Let them feel everything they're plotting and planning for other people, Heavenly Father. Let them learn, Heavenly Father, that you are the God, that yes, you gave us free will, but to use free will for evil will get them, will render them what they have sowed on this earth. What a man sows, so shall he reap. We, we decree and declare that the blood of Jesus will reap the blessings, the curses that one sows on this earth. And these eugenicists have sowed curses. God, do not let them leave this earth without feeling the pain they have put people through. God, we ask you for divine intervention. Every eugenicist to be sent back to the pit of hell to be to be touched by their own crimes, to be to feel and, and suffer the way they have done to other people. God, we praise you. We give you honor and we give you praise, God. We thank you, God, for the gift that you've given us of longevity to be standing here. God, cover us. You know our needs, Lord. We're under your favor. Above and beyond anything else, we call on God's favor. God, your favor to intervene and take over in our lives. God, we just praise you. We exalt you. We ask you, God, to lead this Bible study as we look at the winning attitude. What is the winning attitude according to the Bible? How, what is, how is the winning attitude applied? And what is the winning attitude? So we ask you, Lord, to lead this reading and let us leave here with information and knowledge we did not have previously. God, we give you the praise. God, we give you the glory. We exalt your name. We thank you for the week coming before us. We ask you, God, to open the windows of heaven. Let every blessing that you have prepared for us, let it be manifested. Every plot of Satan, we send it back to the pit of hell. Every master deception, everything they brought, the same rebellion from, from they brought from heaven when they went against God. We decree and declare that it will be summoned back to the pit of hell, that that power will not be used on this earth. It will not be manifested. The devil has no authority. We bind it. We rebuke every master deception, every distracted demon, every replicated plan and plot that they've used from the rebellion in heaven that they use it on earth. We send it back to the pit of hell. God. We thank you, Lord, for a blessed week that we have before us. God, we ask you for divine coverage in our going and in our coming. We rebuke any plotted accident, any plotted police stop, any plotted, any plot to Satan. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And we call safety to cover under the wings of the Most High God that the devil has to go through the Most High God. He cannot touch us. In the name of Jesus, without going through God. God, we thank you for coverage. We thank you, God, for watching over us. We thank you, God, for the gift of longevity that we've made it this far, God. God, we thank you for the many more years we have. God, we ask you to bless our bloodline, our children, our children's children. I decree and declare that our children will be safe. Our nieces and our nephews, I call them safe and covered by the blood of Jesus, that they will serve you, God, that they will be men and women of God, that you will provide for them, Heavenly Father, like you provided for, for your people, that their children will be covered, that they will have healthy babies. We bind and rebuke eugenic babies. We bind and rebuke eugenics, cancer, that COVID demon. We send it back to the pit of hell. 
We bind it. We rebuke you. We call you null and void on God's people. Every uh, every plot and plan of Satan, we send it back to the pit of hell. I decree and declare this leg that the devil trying to torment me with. I, come, I decree and declare it is healed in the name of Jesus. God, that you will direct me to appropriate sources to get the appropriate things to get this leg back. I bind and rebuke any spirit of disability, any spirit of disablement from walking. I call it null and void. I ask you, God, to watch over my sister Wahida. I bind and rebuke the 5G burning. I bind and rebuke every attack on her life, on her children. Cover them, Lord, from head to toe. Watch over them, Heavenly Father. Open the windows of heaven for them, Lord. Lord, cover her. Let her get the finances she needs, Heavenly Father, the favor she needs to buy the appropriate materials to give her the longevity she needs on this earth to conquer these demons' assaults on her. God, destroy eugenics. Heavenly Father, help us get an anti-eugenics movement. God, this is my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay, go ahead. Father God, I give you praise, I give you thanks, I honor you, I cherish, I believe in you. I know that you are the only God of the universe. I love you, I believe. I am bless you. Heavenly Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. As it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread and forgive our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Father God, thank you for life. For me, my children, my whole bloodline, the eyes, all the good people, oh Father. Please continue to bless us. Bless us with food, shelter, clothing, and everything good and positive. Please let us have our own minds, our own thoughts, our own beliefs. Let us be able to do things that we want to do. Please don't make someone put thoughts and, and run our lives and control us and surveil and censor us, Father. Please put a stop to all of this. So much wrongdoing. Father, so much. You know what I mean? I have been going through with these neighbors, Father. Please keep them away from me. All the negative negative energies and negative stuff they're doing to me and my children. Please rebuke and return everything back onto them, Father. For I did nothing to them. And they are torturing and killing us in our home. Father, please have mercy upon us. Please, Father, please, I beg you, because it's overbearing. It's overbearing. Please put a stop. Let these people be brought to justice because they're doing so much, committing so much crime, and they're getting away with it like a normal thing to them, Father. Please put a stop to it. Please bless my son, Vincent. Please. Take away all the pain. Please wake him up to know what's going on, what they're doing to him. Also, my other three children. Let them 
be aware that people have their lives like this. People are using directed energy weapons, torturing, and doing all sorts of bad things to them and pretend to be their friends. But please wake them up. Please bless them. Please heal their sickness, whatever sickness these sick people put on us. Please heal us completely because we don't have doctors to go to. You know what's going on, Father. Please put a stop to all these crimes and all these misery on earth, Father. Too many people have been destroyed, your good people. Please bless Miriam and everyone that's in the prayer, prayer group. Keep us safe. Give us enough to make us happy and comfortable. And Thank you for everything, Father. I love you. Amen. 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 The winning attitude, what is it? You've probably heard it said, it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. Do you believe that? I don't. Man was created to be a winner. The Bible tells us so. We read it in Genesis, for example, that man was originally put on this earth as dominating as a dominating lord god gave him dominion over the earth and everything that crept flew crawled and breathed here in fact man didn't even know what losing was until he separated himself from god through disobedience disobedience in the garden of eden when that happened, man ran headlong into defeat. He was forced to accept failure as his lot, lowering himself to a subordinate position, a position he was never meant to occupy. It's a sad story, but if you're a born-again child of God, we have good news. Our story has a happy ending. Through faith in Christ Jesus, we've been transformed from the inside out. We've been made a winner once again. Now we may be thinking, I don't feel like a winner. I feel like a loser and I have plenty of failures in my life to prove it. If that's the case, don't worry. You just need a new attitude and you can get it from the word of God. In the book of Ephesians, the apostle Paul told the church to have the spirit of their minds renewed. That's what we need to do. We need to renew our mind to the word of God to base our thinking on the fact that Jesus has overcome the world. We need to begin seeing ourselves as a winner in him. We are reminded here of something this minister said as a general in the army of the United States. He was a great commander with the God-given insight into war, and he knew how vital a winning attitude could be. When addressing his troops once, he put it this way, some of you men have come with your hands made up to die for your country. That's not the way to win a war. The way to win a war is to make your enemies die for theirs. George Patton had his mind made up to win and he knew that dying wasn't the way to do it. He had a winning attitude. So the winning is the renewing of the mind, but you know what? You have an even better reason to have a winning attitude than George Patton did. God has guaranteed our success. 
Let me show you what I mean. Imagine you're about to tackle a really tough job, and before you even get started on it, God speaks to you right out loud and says, I just want you to know I'm going to personally see to it that this project you're working on succeeds. Wouldn't that give you a tremendous feeling of confidence even if you ran into some rough spots? You wouldn't worry about failing because you would have God's word that you were going to succeed. That would make it easy to have a winning attitude, wouldn't it? Well, let me tell you something. You do have God's promise that you'll succeed. He said in his word that you're an overcomer in him. You can overcome any problem the world throws your way. In John 5, verses 1 to 5, it says, Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and every man that loveth him, that begat loveth him also, that he is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and we keep his commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? Now, God is being unusually explanatory here. He doesn't normally give so in-depth explanation of things that are written in the Word of God. The reason is that he intends for us to take what he says by faith, to go to him and allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to us, to our hearts. That's why the devil isn't tipped off to what it means. God wrote the Bible as a code book. The book of Proverbs says that God has hidden godly wisdom for his people, that the way he wants it, but here in the portion of scripture, God goes an unusual step further and he asks the question, why is he that, who is he that overcometh the world? In other words, God is spelling it out so we can't possibly miss it. He's saying, this is the way I see it. Whatsoever is born of me overcomes the world. And who is that? And who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believes that Christ Jesus is the Lord, the son of God. That statement, that statement can also be read another way. Nobody but those who believe that Jesus is the Christ will ever overcome the world. Did you know that? No matter how smart, how strong, how rich one becomes, you can never truly be a winner. You can never really overcome the world without Jesus as Lord. That means this world will never be overcome by a government, by a political system, by a monetary system. Money will never overcome the world. When the Bible talks about the world, it is speaking of the dominion of darkness. The God of this world, the evil spirit, Satan that operates in this world. No man or system will ever in any way, form or fashion, overcome the world without Jesus Christ as Lord. It simply cannot be done. But on the other hand, if we are born of God, we have an absolute perfect God-given blood-bought right to overcome every aspect of the world, everything it could possibly send our way. 
It doesn't matter how much we feel like a loser. It doesn't matter how many things we failed in the past. If we believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God, then we've committed ourselves to go to being overcoming the world. And we've been given the power to do it. We've become more than a conqueror. In Romans 8, 37, it says, if you believe that the word of God, if you believe the word of God, then you should respond to every challenge by saying, well, praise God, I'm an overcomer. That should be our attitude. Does having that attitude guarantee you won't have any more trouble? No, it simply means you can go through that trouble and emerge triumphant. Jesus said in John 16, 33, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good, but, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. In other words, Jesus is saying the world will come at us with everything it has to offer, but don't worry about it. Jesus has already beaten it. I've already overcome the world. Now, when Jesus said he's overcoming the world, he wasn't referring to just 99% of the world. He said, I have overcome the world, 100% of it. It makes no difference what problems the world brings to our doorstep. Just turn to the most high God and we, and and we are guaranteed to conquer because he has already overcome everyone. There's not there's something else in the scripture that I want to notice. Jesus said that in me ye might have peace. He was teaching here about being one with him and being one with the Father. And he's telling us about our battles here on this earth. We don't have to keep us in turmoil. Boy, if you're a TI, you know that. They try to keep you in turmoil. That's why you have to know the most high God. Because this program is designed to either make you better mm-hmm. or bitter. Better or bitter. We decide mm-hmm. in the way we react. When mm-hmm. Jesus said these things, he was speaking to his disciples. Wait a minute. No, he was. Wait a minute. There's something else in the scripture that I want you to notice. Jesus said, That in me ye might have peace. He was teaching here about being one with him. And being one with the Father. And he was telling us that our battles here on this earth don't have to keep us in turmoil. He's guaranteed our victory. So it will, if we'll just trust in him, we can have peace even in the midst of trouble. When Jesus said these things, he was speaking to his disciple men who had been with him day and night for three years. Yet they couldn't grasp what it meant to be in him as well as you and I can today. You see, the Holy Spirit had not yet come to dwell in them. And without the Holy Spirit, it's impossible to understand spiritual things. It takes this Holy Spirit to reveal them simple truths like the reality of being born again. Just think of it. These men had never even heard of being born again. Jesus told Nicodemus about it, but Nicodemus thought he was talking about a man going back into his mother's womb. Jesus told him, I'm speaking of heavenly things and you don't even understand earthly things. See John 3, 1. These men had no concept of what Jesus was about to do at Calvary. They had no idea that through his death and resurrection, 
He was to become the firstborn from the dead and issue forth a new race of born again winners filled with the mighty spirit of God himself. Only after the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost could they see what Jesus had been saying. Then Peter stood up and boldly preached the word of God by revelation of the Holy Ghost. Can you see what a change the Holy Spirit brought about in this life? Okay. Praise God, we do have the Holy Spirit to reveal to us the hidden truths in Jesus' words. So let us go on and look in John 17 as the last prayer he prayed for his disciples before going to the cross. This prayer is especially important for us. Why? Look at verse 20. There Jesus says, I'm not praying just for these before me, but also for everybody that believes in me through their word. All of us receive Jesus as Lord by the word of one or more of, our, of these disciples, either directly or indirectly. That means Jesus was praying that prayer for us and, and was praying for us. So we need to pay close attention to it. Let's begin with verse 13. And now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Verse 15, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. In the name of Jesus, keep us from the evil, Lord. Jesus' prayer indicates that we are to live above the evil in the world. This ties in with what he said earlier, what we would have that we would have tribula tribulation in the world, but to be of good courage, to be of good cheer because Jesus has overcome the world. Yes, he wants us to live above the evil, above the trials and tests and tribulations of the world, even though we are constantly surrounded by them. How is that possible? We'll find the answer to that question in verse 17. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. In today's English, Jesus is saying, separate them with your word. The word of God will separate you from the world. It is your sword. Arm yourself with it. It will fight a winning fight. If you're still not totally convinced you're a winner, look at verses 20 to 21. There Jesus says, neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their words, that they all may be one, as though Father art in me and I in them, and there also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me, did you catch that? Jesus said, we're all going to be one. The apostle Paul said the same thing in 1 Corinthians 6, 17, but he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Another translation says, but that he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit with him. Think about that. We are one with the almighty God. How can we be losers? Of course not. We're not losers. He's the greatest winner of all time. And that makes us winners too. That's why we need to change our attitude to be like Christ. We need to take his innermost feelings, place them in our heart, and cause our will and attitudes to conform to his. How do we do that? By listening to and acting on his word. 
This is a much higher calling and a greater form of life than just submitting yourself to God. You ought to have your attitudes changed to completely and absolutely conform to the son of the living God. Is that possible? Yes. The word says we are predestined to be conformed to his very image. It says we are one with him, one spirit with him. It says we have the mind of Christ and we are born of his bones. Thank God we're connected to Jesus, spirit, soul, and body. Through the Holy Spirit and by his word, we are completely and totally one with him. So let's put ourselves in God's position for a moment. Is there any part of our life God can't handle? Certainly not. Have we ever caught God asleep? No, the Bible says he never slumbers. Have we ever gone to Jesus with a problem he didn't know how to solve? No. Have we ever heard Jesus say, well, I thought I had overcome the world, but evidently I haven't? No, we have not. Well, we're one with him. If that's his attitude, then praise God, it should be our attitude. We are overcomers with Christ. If I said all things are possible with God, everyone would smile and quickly agree. But the same Bible, the same Jesus, the same word of God says, all things are possible to him that believes. If you believe the first statement, then you have to believe the second. And we'll stop there. Thank you, Lord, for the winning attitude, knowing, Lord, that all things are possible through your name. And despite the devil's distractions and master deceptions, God, we know that you are the God that created this earth and that you have all power. And that's why we can decree and declare that, God, we know that in your time, an anti-eugenics movement uh, will be produced on this earth and it will reverse the curse of eugenics. We bind that demon spirit up, including COVID. We send it back to the pit of hell. We ask you, God, to give us the stamina, the endurance, and Holy Spirit to direct us and lead us to stay away from the eugenic plots and plans. We decree and declare that our hospitals will be back in the hands of the people to work for God's people, to work for God according to God's laws for the purpose of reproduction and advancement of good health. We bind and rebuke every demon in the hospital hurting people, every doctor, every actor, actress acting as a doctor and a nurse to kill people. We bind up everyone participating in killing innocent people for satanic ritual purposes of power and, and, and illusionary power on this earth. We come against that demon spirit. We come against the demon spirit of making people sick on this earth. God, the blood of Jesus, we plead the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus, Heavenly Father, to cover this earth. The blood of Jesus, we pleaded on the three branches of government, the highest level. We bind and rebuke spiritual wickedness in high places. We decree and declare that righteousness will reign in the executive branch, in the judicial branch, in the legislative branch of government. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And we yield this earth to you, Heavenly Father. And every ritual planted to do the work of Satan on this earth, we send it, we summon it back to the pit of hell. You will have no power on this earth. God's people are covered. We thank you, God, for praying people. We thank you, God, that you hear our prayers. We thank you, God, that the curse is breaking and will turn to a, a blessing in the name of Jesus. 
We bind and rebuke every satanic attempt to hurt God's people. We bind and rebuke every attempt to make God's people unhealthy. We bind and rebuke every leg attack, every heart attack, every COVID attack, every eugenic attack, every electronic attack. We bind it. We rebuke it. We send it back to the pit of hell. We call for special coverage over God's people to get God's work done. God, we ask you to cover each and every one of us. Don't let us leave this earth, Lord, without completing the destiny that you have created us for. God, we praise you. We exalt you and we magnify your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Any comments? Uh, any- no. <laughs> no. And, okay. Any and any more? Well, and you want to add on to the prayers? Let's keep this earth under God's will. Very much under God's strength, under God's power. Um, he's the maker of of what is seen and unseen, and they're trying to make take claim for all of this. And um, they're using very very highly sophisticated technology and equipment. But even then, they have to steal from him because. He is a creator of everything, including molecules, energy, electromagnetism, whatever they're using, even in the vacuum, it's all his. And they're trying to make claims as if they're the ones with all the power and they have to steal what's his in order to even create what they have. And uh, in God's strength, I wanted, I definitely wanted all demolished. So, um, hmm Demolish and um, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So, you want to put a, a close us in prayer, uh, for this week for us to be covered by the blood of Jesus? Go ahead, you want to close us out? Um, <laughs> I've been feeling kind of out of sync. Um, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for everything that you bring us. Let us know of your awareness that you are the a keeper of all people, all of us, and this is your kingdom, this is your world. And then in the end, finally, we will find all of the answers. You will give us the answers, and you will free us from all that is evil that is taking place and end all of it. And uh, our Father's heavenly name, amen. 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 Yeah, amen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand on my face, you know. Uh, that uh, in God's time, honey, this program got to come down. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, you know, I learn a lot. I try to learn a lot scientifically, but um, what I deal with is on the psychotronic level, and is that is also the demonic level, and it's part of the, you know, I don't know that dimension, and so they kind of show that to me, and um. And they show how they can attack um, our spiritual bodies. And there's, I guess that's why I was watching David Wilcox, because basically he's proven, and they've proven through science it does exist. But usually I go through all that because other people just cannot believe what I'm saying. So I, have to come, I have to come at them with evidence so that people can start to begin to wrap their minds and brains around what I'm actually dealing with. Right. And, uh, yeah, and then I have to come back, and I have to constantly come back. I've got to remind myself and make sure I get up in the morning 
do my prayers and um, that you start the day with that and then just go from there. Um, I, I got to make sure that I do that and continue to do that. And um, because of what we're dealing with and what I'm fighting and um, you know, because these, I mean, it's obvious, it's obvious, but it doesn't matter because I'm just realizing how demonic they are. And it's also part of the artificial intelligence. They can write it into the program. They're just going to be relentlessly crazy. You know, you, you right. can't use. So, Nina, let me ask you, what do they do to you? You get the V2K, electronic torture. Are they uh, messing with your body? Disabling? Oh, they can do all of that. But the one is, I call it psychotronics because it comes in a package. Because you can hear them and see them. And um, and then they're attacking family members on a spiritual level, on the spiritual body, um, which some will call the astro body, um, you know, the, that's, you know, which is very real. And um, that's why I think it's so much more tormenting, you know, because we mm-hmm. have not been trained to engage on that level. They said, what did they say? Um, the spiritual realm was more real than this one. And since we can't see it, we're at a very big disadvantage. But now because I have this psychotronic, in a sense, because that's what they're doing, they're trying to blend both worlds. I see it. I see it more. I mean, um, they talk about Stargate and they talk about psychic abilities and they try to find people with psychic abilities. I have some. I wouldn't say it was astronomical. Um, I know in the Christian world you're not really supposed to, but I always kind of sense the spirit people, you know, the ghosts or whatever. But I believed it was always because, you know, um, to kind of help people to move along and go towards towards God, towards the light. And um, anyway, so that's kind of the spirit that hasn't, the spirit or the soul that hasn't completely passed and gone to God. Right. So, but anyway, um, it kind of got really a lot stronger when my sister passed, um, and um, the sheriffs oh. were very, very involved. Yeah. And, I'm sorry. Um, How old was she? She was forty. She was forty. There's some crazy number. So this kind of witching number, but she was a TI, and we didn't know. I mean, I believed her. I just didn't understand. You know, this thing. It's just hard. It's unbelievable that any of this is going how, on. But this is why they had to. How, how did they kill her? What did, what did they do she, to her? They convinced her to commit suicide. She thought she'd oh. get out of this by committing suicide. Uh huh. No. Yeah. Yes. What yeah. did they do? They say she hung herself or jumped off. What? Yeah. Well, there's weird stuff because that's where my stuff and the spirits come to me. Even the people at the morgue, they said, don't do that. They'll come home with you. I'm like, well, it's tough luck because my sister's here. And I communicate with my sister. I'm going to be here with my sister for my what sister. Did they say? What did they say she okay. did? Well, they did what happened. Um, they said that they, she asphyxiated herself and that there were some kind of pills. I did see some pictures, but um, it gets very graphic. I have to tell you, but, you know, because it's a family member, I heard what you happened to your family. So I understand my heart goes out to you. Um, she had like um, uh, packing tape all around her wrists and her ankles. And I'm like, how can a person do that to themselves? You know, I saw, I'm that like, is, how can you can't do that? That's yeah. unheard of. That's 
that's yeah. unheard of. She had, I don't she had tape around. Yep. 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 Well, how? Yep. How? Who? Who? Who declared that suicide with tape around her? Uh, the sheriffs. Then they should yep. have been sued for wrongful. Yeah, wrongful, well, they didn't uh, let me see the body. They said, oh, we don't need you to identify the body. We just looked at her ID. They're saying they're, you need to give us $325 to see her. Um, I just wanted to say my goodbyes, you know? Um, I, you know? I don't know how else to explain that, but, you know, in your family, I mean, if I was Muslim, they would have given me more rights, you know? Um, so um, that's what it was. Well, me, but I think they wanted me. She was a TI. Mm -hmm. They did not want me anywhere around her. And then it freaked him out that I had psychic abilities and that I was in contact, you know, with her and other spirits. And I guess because the point of spirits, when they know that you're open, they'll come to you, you know. Um, but I was there, and I guess they saw that I wasn't afraid, you know, because it was my sister, you know. Um, you know, when it comes to family members, you'll, you'll, you'll move heaven and earth for them, you know. And um, anyway, so... Um, it was a very, very strange um, experience event because I'm going through that. I'm going through the trauma. I'm going through the mourning process. And at the same time, they're making me a TI, an electronic TI. And um, I know I was freaking them out because, you know, the spirit world was talking to me and they're afraid. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, it's almost like what better place can you get, you know, I guess, information about what they're doing than through the spirit. Um, but I wasn't really looking for that, but I did freak him out. You know, I, I just was trying to be with my sister, um, and trying to figure out things. Um, also when your, your family member dies or passes, there's a lot, there's a very large part of you that just goes through, even while you're going through it, you're going through denial. You know, you're just, you're just yeah. hoping and wishing that you wake up from the nightmare and that none of this right. is real. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and um, it took me a long time. I had to go into therapy, the whole thing. But you know what? Therapy, I, I have to admit, especially in these really bad cases, um, it, it helps. It helps me get over it and um, very over it. I mean, not over it like in a mean way, but um, helps you to to heal and mourn. And uh, they're the ones who told me I had PTSD, which makes sense. Um, you know, like when my best friend died, I had to go through therapy again. But um, it takes me out of a year or two, but, you know, intense. And then, I, and then I'm finally, I don't know how to say it, but you're, you're much, you're back to normal, at least closer to normal. So, um, yeah, so um, it's just really bizarre. And that's when I picked up my um, burping and then it escalated. And I keep doing my researching and studying because I do want out of this because now they've grabbed my family members now that it's gone on this European level. And, um, you know, and you're trying to figure out who's, 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 who's friends and who's friends and who's foe, you know, is Trump really there for, or is he, or is he Mason too? Um, you know, so, um, there's just a lot of stuff and I just do a lot of studying and research and I'm probably, I can't do any real work, like, you know, paperwork or anything like that in my house. I have to leave my house because they attack me and they attack my family members. And um, 
There's only one other person I know as a TI that me, talks about how their family. You, when you leave your house, where do you go? Well, if we're on lockdown, nothing's really open. I will probably just go down to a street, try to go to a bus stop or something and, and try because I need to fill out the thing for the UN for the torture thing. I didn't do it the last time. And, um, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of iffy about the UN, but I'm like, well, maybe this will be a good way to fish them out and maybe call them on their corruption. Um, because I know there's Nils Mesler, right. Who's fighting for Assange and the UN, um, the OCHR, I can't remember the acronym. Um, they've collected, collected, um, the torture information from us. This is the second time. And, um, uh, what is it? Magnus Olsen from Sweden, who's in Poland now, he's microchipped. And you can tell Swedes do a number. Um, and uh, I was in Sweden. And I never met um, Olsen, uh, Magnus in Sweden. Um, but he was friends with Frederick Ernst Lubing, who made my perping um, go to this other level. Um it was kind of an international kind of type of incident, but uh, that's later because a lot of people can't believe that. And uh, also, um, you know, sometimes I'm telling people, like I tell a lot of the TIs, you know, we're no longer alone. This is ha- this has grown. It's gone. It's whatever you want to call it, expanded out to the whole population. I mean, now, but you still have a lot of those people that are working for a government purpose. These are people that are trained by them. Um, Amazing Polly, a Canadian Amazing Polly on YouTube, she talks about, she educates the stuff, how it started in the 60s. And, you know, it's kind of like James Helm, but they're wearing civilian clothing. So you can't tell, you know, who's enemy and, you know, who's, who's who, you know. And the war, everybody wears a uniform so everybody can tell who's who. And they took that away. And that's what all this gang stalking and all this other garbage is. You know, these, these organizations pretending that they're here, they, they, they hijacked, um, you know, like the 60s type of protesting and activism. And they're, they totally own them. They create them, they own them, they fund them, and then they use them to infiltrate stage just everything to usurp what's going on. We can never get our message out. Um, you know, you know, I already know that. I mean, I want to bring this up to Ella Free. I'm going, we're never going to have a, a rally again. They're never going to allow it. They don't allow anybody to go near, you know, Washington now, unless you're a Black Lives Matter or a Democrat, you know, a demon crap Mason. You know, that's what they all are. I'm like, they're doing some, okay. Um, so um, that's what I realized. Soros funds them. And I remember seeing a video, and I just need to go find it again. The founder of the World Economic Forum was sitting there going, oh, yeah, I fund them. I fund Black Lives Matter and Antifa. And all the Black Lives Matter's money doesn't go to the black community. It goes to all the Democratic politicians. Why would the Democratic politicians need more money? Are they, like, not rich enough? You know? If, the, if, if, if your claim was real, that should be going to the community. It is not. I mean, you know, it's always one insult after another, you know, one theft, financial monetary theft after another. You know, they're, they're, it's like they're hijacking um, 
the black community suffering and using it for their own means. Does that make any sense? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. They totally did it. And, um, you know, I listened to young Pharaoh, and he's pretty clear. And he wants to create his own society. And I, I don't blame you. Not for a second. And um, I think his name is Sparrow. Um, but, um, you know, that's where I learn a lot. But I'm the type I will go and chase down. I need the actual evidence. I mean, I already know. I mean, even Ted Cruz has said it. Other, um, I can't, I have to say black because my friend, uh, Lori Talbert, she gets on my case and she's like, I'm an Israel, Israelite. I'm not from Africa. Not all black. I'm like, you know, I'm stuck. I would prefer saying I'm um, African-Americans, but um, apparently that's not how it works. So, um, and uh, I was kind of curious about that. So Israelites are very old. And then I, I haven't asked her. I go, so if you're the real Israelites and then you have the imposter Jews, who killed Jesus? So, um, I mean, if history is wrong and it's kind of like, they're even saying the Bible, the Vatican, you know, they've taken everything and done all sorts of things. And, um, but anyway, I don't want to go there. So um, that will take a lot of time. But um, I, I think um, I was talking to Marley. I know you don't know her, but she's, um, she's Filipina. And um, I was telling her about Bob, who is the... Um, He's a satellite engineer, and he's saying that they use cell phone IP addresses um, from the satellites and how it's all connected, and through especially the psychotronics. I think they use it on all people, but they're using cell phone addresses. So when I see them and hear them, those are specific IP addresses to each and every single probably individual that's doing the psychotronics on me. And if I had the software, the technology to get the, their IP address, that would be monumental for me because mine goes straight to government. Okay, these are agents like FBI. They're my handlers, San Luis Obispo County Sheriff. Um, and uh, they've been working on this program. And yes, they have hacked the spiritual world. That's what they learned from the occultish Nazi Germany. Um, I'm hearing weird stuff about how they had technology, uh, mind control technology. They were starting back way back in the 1800s, but that's a whole other subject. But um, most people can't even fathom that that even exists, let alone that they've actually hacked it. And that's the realm that they work in. And they've have even experiments on that level. And uh, what else? That's what they call space when it's really the spiritual realm. And um, that's why I was paying attention to David Wilcox because they said some people with a pineal gland, there's a silver cord, and that silver cord can be used as a um, a time um, portal. And I thought that describes exactly what my, my Swedish perps, that somehow they managed to get to, to me. You literally needed a human to even find me. Just like, you know, a demon needs a human. They need a human to possess, you know, because they cannot be in the third dimension. And, um, and I, I, that, when I heard that, I thought that sounds exactly like that. 
But um, I'm still doing my investigation. I'm still looking into the Stargate, and um, because that's supposed to be the American equivalent to CERN, and uh, that's all connected to Jack Parsons here in California. Um, that maniac. Oh, they're all maniacs. I mean, they're all sick. Because um, they all use children. They all kidnap, kill, torture, do their garbage on children. And um, as part of this junk. Um, it's just, you know what I'm saying. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it because I also know on a spiritual slash scientific level uh, what annihilation only gets annihilation. Death only begets death. And that's what they're all about. So, um, but I don't know. So um, there's definitely stuff going on. I do know that Eisenhower, he had actual treaties with ETs. And I'm looking into that. I know about Laura, the great granddaughter, Eisenhower. And somehow she's talking about Stargate. And I'm like, why is she talking about Stargate? Um, and she does talk about the dark entities and, you know, what she calls these and she calls them parasites, but I, I just kind of question a lot of it, you know, and, uh, and I'm like, why is she doing all of this astrology and all this other stuff? So, um, I listen, but I, I kind of, what do you call it? Kind of listen kind of what it's an, a, like on a, almost like an, on an objective scientific level kind of like um, more than researching, kind of investigating why, you know, why this, why is this happening? They're saying, and one of them said that there's something like 36 different ETs. Um, I just wish that I could have, what I saw and what they showed me, I wish that I could have had it recorded and have the world see what I saw and what they showed me. Because what I saw was kind of unbelievable. Um, I do know how to get somebody to capture which my frequencies and everything like that, and then um, I guess take it and then make it so that because the 239.99 megahertz, because that's the frequency my body's giving off when I had my body scanned by the licensed um, security company who are licensed to do this, and it also makes it admissible in court. Um, said that my body had the 239.99 megahertz, which is the, the label is, is called exclusive federal use. This is government frequencies. This is their band. My body should not be giving off those frequencies, right? So when you look under um, FCC, which is totally complicit with all of this garbage that is going on, believe you me, um, you look under FCC, um, 239.99 um, megahertz, it covers FM radio, TV broadcasting, and also aircraft communication. So all of this is connected. It's all connected to AI and everything that you can possibly think of. But that's why I got the idea to go through my um, the security company. But he charges $15,000. It's $5,000 for three days. He wants you for three days, $5,000 a day, takes the frequencies, and then I can show the world. But Coming up with $15,000 is not exactly easy, you know. So um, the other one would be to um, get something. I mean, I got books, but I don't. Maybe in the books I might be able to, because the guy, um, Bob, he goes by Bob. He's trying to uh, protect his identity, um, you know, keep his confidentiality, because supposedly he is a defense contractor 
And um, he said his software, the software he has is classified. If I go through the books, I might be able to find something. And um, I can capture these IP addresses. And if I could get, do that, to me, that would be like pay dirt. And then um, see who they belong to, et cetera, so on and so forth, and just do my collection. He wants to do it for his lawsuit because he's, he considers what they're doing to be illegal because he's working on classified work. And, uh, and I guess he wants to take them to court, but, you know, that would be primarily for himself, you know, not for the rest of us. Um, so, but um, he couldn't tell me what he was using, but um, I'll see if I'll try and find something that's unclassified that I can use. So, I'm in all of that. Um, and it's cheaper, I believe it'd be much cheaper than $15,000, so. <laughs> Hopefully I didn't put you to sleep. Hello? Hello? Yeah, my phone, oh my, my, um, my uh, computer went black. Sorry. Okay. I'm putting okay. it back. I'm in. always thinking of you. Okay. You, oh, you are such a late bird. I don't know how you do it. Sometimes I, know. I get so tired. I am. <laughs> Even when I spoke to you today, I was just, you know, you know, I'm just, my schedule is off, you know? Let me turn the yeah. table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm That's glad. I'm grateful. Because part of being in this sick program, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.